Happy Friday. Hello, Fresco Babies. How are we feeling this week? Uh, Wannabe and I are very excited to welcome you back to another episode of Fresco Savage Live from the Interdimensional Bedroom. I don't know what number episode this is. I, I've stopped numbering the episodes. I think it puts a weird limit on things. I just got back from Nashville. Uh, I was writing with Yacht Daddy all week. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the tunes we got. I'm working on a mixtape currently. Working on a new mixtape. So for those of you that have been commenting on my Instagram, on my Facebook, on my Twitters, on my TikToks, yes, new music is coming soon. I appreciate that you've liked Fine so much that, that you want new music. That is, that is very exciting to me. Sorry, I just burped a chip. This week we talk about a lot of things. We talk about a lot of things. Uh, we talk about how Wanna Be uh, had sex in a vampire's nest. Very excited about that for him. Um, you know, it's spooky time. It's a Halloween-esque story right at the top. Very excited about that. We talk about the new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix called Hubie Dubois. Very, very good, and I'm not getting paid to say that. Uh, it is a dumb Adam Sandler movie, but that is exactly the kind of Adam Sandler movie that I want to hear. So we talk a little bit about that. We talk about how Kentucky is a is a wild, wild west place right now. I, You know, you go to Kentucky, you wouldn't even think there was a pandemic at some highway stops. I mean, we're talking no masks anywhere. I, I went to a McDonald's to pee, and there were no masks on workers nor, nor clientele. And, you know... I guess that's their own freedom. I did piss. I did pee in their parking lot because of it, because I wasn't gonna put myself at risk to just empty my bladder. What a way to go, huh? What a way to go. Anyways, I'm running out of time. If you're here, if you're listening, man, man, do we ever appreciate it? You know, you keep our pockets lined, but with your sweet, sweet attention. And I know wanna be. You know, I usually do the intros, but uh, I know that he's happy about it too. So. Enjoy this week's episode of Fresco Savage, live from the interdimensional bedroom. If you're here, I love you. Keep streaming fine. We'll see you next week. Let's do this thing, huh? Good to see you again, man. Dude, how you feeling? Um, quick little story. I was at BioLife donating, and I kept making eye contact with this girl who was sitting across the thing from me. And then, yes, love it already. I love it. Love she got, <laughs> the vampire nest. She, she got. It is a vampire nest. That's. <laughs> she got done like twenty minutes before me, and then I got done donating, and then I went outside, and she was still standing there, and she was like. Hey, do you have a charger in your phone? Fo- you have a phone charger in your car by chance? And I was That's like, I'm, I don't. I'm, I I don't. But you can call my your friend using my phone, and I'm skeptical of doing that because my buddy lost like over a thousand dollars giving his phone out to a stranger. So yeah, I man. Watch, people will just run away with it. Run away, or they'll send themselves your Venmo money, which is smart. Oh, but, that is so smart. Yeah, but she. I watched her dial her friend's number and she like you know she held the phone at a spot where i could see it and uh their friend didn't answer so i was like i I don't know if 
this uh, if you're uncomfortable it's fine but i can give you a ride where are you going and she's like i'm going to towers so we chatted on the way to towers and <laughs> all right really nice she was very friendly and i made a friend out of Dude, nowhere nice nice so that's why i'm late today you don't see a lot of <laughs> you don't have to no one knows you're late but you i know i don't why I, well you don't have to, you control the script my friend <laughs> you're right i don't know what i'm hey fuck you you're like i know because i'm always right because i'm your spirit guide right that's right dude oh <laughs> yeah dude you know want to be texting me one day and said i was a spirit guide so you I've got that now yeah i forgot what the the premise of that was but i'm i still feel it oh it's because of the 333 thing oh yeah sure sure the numbers thing but yeah kept... dude so you gonna date this girl you're gonna fall in love no man i'm actually taking currently but like it was just a random act of kindness and sure sure it felt, it felt wholesome you know and she was not white and you know for her to just trust she's just a you know person. at this she's just a person man i know but at this time where politics are in this country, the, the tension between races, and she just hopped into a stranger's car. I just lent my stranger my phone. That's not shit you see in 2020. That's true. I think there's something to be said as well about an act of kindness without like touting about it on like Instagram or Facebook. You know, all the yeah. time you just see yeah. people talking about a good thing they did. And I think that, yeah. that that to me negates the goodness of what they did. Absolutely. Negates then it. It, it like makes it about them instead of the good mm-hmm. thing they did. Exactly. But like you can do little things all the time. Like, uh, you know, like a week ago I was, I went down to Nash. Well, I just got back, but I took a little yeah. road trip. And, you know, like in the morning, I just like bought coffee for the guy behind me at Starbucks, you know, like just little things like that. And mm-hmm. then, you know, he goes, he goes up to pay and it's like, it's only $5, but I don't know if you ever had that happen to you, but it's always a great feeling. Yeah. Did you, what I, like, did you just say, I want to pay for whatever dude, whatever that dude's getting? Or did you just yeah. say, hey, no, I was like, they... I was like, Hey, I want to pay for the guy behind me. Nice. And, and in the just, drive-thru? Now? In the drive-thru. Yeah. All right. Okay. So yeah, they already have cool. the order up when they're. They already have the ticket when. They're, oh, they just don't. Ah, cool, man. Yeah, dude, that is a good. Little feeling. things like that, man, makes the world a better place. That being said, traveling during a pandemic, I don't know if my mentality has shifted because I've traveled twice. Okay. In June, I traveled, road trip. It didn't feel that weird, but now I traveled and it, it felt kind of like zombie land. Like it was, oh, really? it was a bit. It was. I don't know. It felt scarier. I don't know. I mean, you go down to Kentucky, you don't even, you wouldn't even think there was a pandemic. (laughs) Like no one's wearing masks in rest workers or customers. I pissed in a McDonald's parking lot because I didn't want to go inside. Oh shit! Because I was like, well, if I get sick, I get like, I'll get my my work coworkers sick when I get back. Like you know, it's just like a wild wild. Or you may you know worst case scenario extreme case scenario you don't get to go back home you get stuck at a weird hospital in kentucky that sounds man i i'm sure there's great places of kentucky <laughs> i know i know there's great places of kentucky but let me tell you on the side of the highway i have yet to find a good place in kentucky <laughs> yeah like, man. 
those truck stops hit different in Kentucky. Dude, yeah, once you get just south in general, like gas stations get weird, the names get weird, and everything goes back like 50 years or so. Yeah, everything's like a little bit older. Yeah, dude, when we were on the way down to Myrtle Beach for spring break, we stopped somewhere in North Carolina, and some some thing had happened. It was like three in the morning. My buddy had just lost his wallet, so we pulled over so he could like call his dad or something like that. Yeah. And I just had to pee, and there was this scuffle going on. Not a scuffle, that's the wrong word. There was a conundrum, and these two guys maybe had just gotten out of a fight or something. The cops were there, <laughs> yeah. but they were talking. They were like, I need to, we need to call the law. They didn't say we need to call the cops. We need to call the law. Now yeah, that yeah. sounds like something from like early like 50s western movies yeah 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 it was weird it was yeah, it weird is, it is weird i do like the south has a charm though they've got a charm i like i like when when older women call me darling at stores yeah i do like that i like That's that a lot or like even i had my first experience with mcdonald's lattes on this okay. trip i've never had okay. a, a mccafe latte seriously okay they're pretty good yeah, man, I would take you. I would have guessed that you were a pro McLatte guy. No, I don't do a lot of McDonald's, surprisingly enough. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, I don't do a lot of McDonald's, especially coffee. Yeah, okay, because like I I've got strong feelings about their, especially just their their dark or their medium brew you think or whatever. It's a great coffee? Yeah, dude, I fuck with the McCafe. Really? I really and I'm pretty I mean con- McDonald's has got to get as a company, they have to get coffee right because a lot of times it's like drive-through road trip stuff yep exactly yeah i've always been it's surprisingly good huh i was surprised by the latte like Uh, i know that it's probably i don't think i don't think they're handmade i think it's probably just a machine that pumps it out but it was surprisingly good right whatever's going on in that machine is the right thing and i i always wonder because they've got to be mass mass roasting those beans but they're doing it better than Starbucks or Caribou is because it's not You're saying done. McDonald's is better coffee, like regular coffee than Starbucks. Yeah, dude, that I know it's kind of a uh, hot take, but well, that's a, I, that is a I, very hot take. I feel like I'm a pretty picky coffee drinker, too. Like I'm a bit of a coffee snob um, and I love McCafe. Like I love their just normal medium roast and they're doing yeah. something. That fucking yeah, pipe. A- Eek or whatever the fuck it is at Starbucks, it always tastes. Hey, you fresh. shut your you shut your goddamn mouth. It I buy that fresh. for myself at home, dude. It, it I like the like, pike roast. Tastes like someone dr- accidentally dropped some charcoal in there. Is what it tastes like. No, it's good, and it, uh, the it's called Pike Place roast or something, isn't it? Doesn't it pike. just give you a nice like imagery of like the Northwest? You gotta. I think you gotta pike up your ass if you, that's what you think. No, no, no. Well, I, I'm, I'm currently, but I just get Starbucks bagged coffee because, I don't know, it's. I think I you need to pike up your pants and head on over to McDonald's. God, they don't I, sell I, McDonald's bagged coffee, do they? Yeah, I bet they, they do. do actually. I bet they do. Yeah, that I was bet the they first. Do. When I first got to college, I would buy the little things of that and uh, the little bags, and then I'd wake up at. Just before my roommate, just about a half an hour before, so I could brew the coffee in my room, and it just pissed him off. And that was the how that's you how brew I, the coffee in your room. Uh, I bought a coffee maker, and then 
and I was actually the only person with a real coffee maker on the floor. And what I would do to after my roommate got pissed at me doing it every day, I moved the coffee maker out to the hallway. Oh, you're talking about a dorm experience, right? Now. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Dorm experience. And uh, so I'm in the dorm hallway and I would just brew the coffee. And then it became a thing where everyone would stop by my room and get their daily coffee. I'd fill up people's thermoses and they'd be on their way to class. I mean, that's pretty cool that you would just do that for your buds. Dude, it was wholesome as fuck. It was I very I, wholesome. I liked it. That was the only thing I liked about living in the dorms. Yeah, I never got a dorm experience. I only went to college for like a semester and a half. Oof. And you were but at the it right? wasn't the yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just at like a community college. Did you live uh at home? Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's I don't think you can even do dorms. They don't have I don't know if they have a dormitory program for the for that college. No, yeah, I don't I don't think so. Um, it was but, dumb though, man. It was just like high school. It was like a worse version of high school. And like you but I, you didn't grow up with the people you're in class with. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's not my uh not my cup of tea. I am a little bit tired today though, so I apologize for the low energy. I drove I I drove home from Nashville yesterday. Oh shit. How many hours was that, man? It took me like 13 hours. I left at 5:45. You just do it all in one, yeah. One plow. <laughs> yeah, baby. I I hit one snag. I was talking on the phone with my friend. Well, I guess two snags that really lengthened it for me. I was talking on the phone with my friend, and so just to pass the time, you know. Uh, so the GPS turned off its notifications when you're on the phone. I guess I just learned this. So oh. I I definitely like I didn't exit, and so like I went like 30 miles out of the way, which was so painful uh oh right because that was like an extra hour so it was like 13 and a half hours total i got home at i like finally sat down at home at like 7 30 oh man yeah so it was long and then at one point i thought i knew where i was just based on experience i thought i knew where i was and i was like oh man i'm almost to wisconsin and then the like a mile later there was a sign that was like 130 miles to wisconsin i'm like fuck <laughs> it was like yeah. a time travel i was it was so painful yeah. it was so painful but it's all good i i don't mind wrote like you get to do a lot of thinking yeah and you get to see the sunrise which is nice when you leave early enough yes i don't know i like going to the little podunk towns to piss Yes. You, know, you just see these people who you're never going to see again. And it's just like beautiful, small. I like small town America. I like that yeah. a lot. You know? Yeah. There is something very existential, like reflective. I don't know. I was out in California. It's like boring stuff on road trips is all of a sudden really significant. Like yeah. we stopped outside. I was on the phone um, outside of like a days in in California. And just because I was in California, I was all like, wow, what is the, what really is the meaning of life? You know, yesterday I was in Wisconsin. Now I'm in California. You yeah, know dude. what? On a, what? on a phone call outside a hotel in an unfamiliar place is, is, a, is a special existence. Yeah. And I actually had to, I quit my job that day. I was, while well, I was working for this dude giving guitar lessons and he was a dick. So I had been doing it for a while and I texted him the message that I was quitting. So I felt all like, nostalgic because you know anytime you change a job job on a road trip that's bold in california over text message told him i was going to be too busy to work for him and he just gave me the thumbs up emoji 
Oh, don't you love the thumbs up? Just what a dick. Just he's just saying affirmative, but you are no longer in my life. <laughs> I he, he couldn't even come up with words to you know make that happen in a respectful way. Just a big old yellow thumbs up emoji. Yeah, I mean, I think thumbs up is all right though. I'm actually a fan because. I don't want to have that. Con- I don't want to have a conversation about it. I just want you to accept the information I'm giving you. And then, did you want to stay friends with this guy? Absolutely not. Yeah. So maybe the thumbs up was the right. It was kind of. It was nice. It was quick, like the band aid thing. But it, my heart sunk because of the passive aggressivity, dude. Imagine that in real life. If you quit your job in person, and then your boss just goes, <laughs> big old <laughs> thumbs up in your face, and then you walk away. Man, I've uh, one time I quit a job that I was just thinking about quitting, and the boss goes, "So, what are your plans here? And like, <laughs> let's say like in a year, where do you see yourself?" And I was like, "I don't want to be here." And oh, he was my- like, "Okay, okay." And I and <laughs> he's like, "What about three months from now?" And I was like, "Like he laid it out for me," and then I was like. I'm going to be gone in a month. And like, I wasn't even planning on it. I wasn't even planning on it. I was just like, we were thinking about my future there. And I like, I had thought about like moving on, but I was just like, I was like, what are your plans? And I said, my plan is to be gone in a month. And I was like, yeah. Whoa, okay, I guess yeah, we're doing it. Like, you took the air out of his chest on that one. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's like, other than that, I haven't really quit. In, I guess I've quit lots of jobs because I, I don't work lots of jobs, so I've obviously left. I don't think mm-hmm. I've been fired. Have you ever been fired? Yeah, technically. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Well, um, well, no, that's not that one, though. It's, uh, I technically got fired from Subway because I, like, uh, I went to a baseball game with my family, and there were so few people working that no one could cover my shift. And my mom was like, you better get work off or you're going to be in trouble. And I, I didn't get the day off. There were literally like three staff. And then my manager who just ripped darts in the back all day. Just ripping uh, for the, off. for the children out there, that means smoking cigarettes. Yeah. For the, you're, just, you're too cool for school. And you gotta, you gotta say ripping darts, which is a much, yeah. much cooler way to say it. Bill was in the back ripping darts and he was a, he's a loser. And, um, well, you I know, was it like, probably sucks to be Bill though. Let's not be mean to Bill. It probably sucks true. to be Bill. Probably. How old was Bill. he? Uh, gosh, he was, a, he was dad age, you know, and he's working at subway. Yeah. And that's like, and you know, you're there for the rest of your life. Cause there's not, you can't, there's no, well, options. you're there. You're going to another subway or something like on that level. Yeah. You, yeah, you get, five years of subway under your belt it's kind of hard to like right but at that point you're like why move on i'll just get really really good at this exactly exactly but then it's like it's the same exact thing every day for your life yeah but i bet he's still i bet he's still asking people if they want their sub toasted though i bet he's still there and i hope he enjoys it with all of his heart i've got a feeling that he doesn't and that's where the cigarettes come in yeah fun fact just a little tangent when I was in Kentucky, I went to a subway, been trying to eat healthier. Uh, not a lot of healthy options on the road, right? So right. I went to a subway. I got wheat bread, spinach, instead of, you know, good stuff. But she made my sandwich without gloves. 
What? And I almost. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the mask, the mask was on, but it was like a chin diaper. And I was like, I, I got it, and I paid for it, and I got to my car, and I was like, I shouldn't eat this. Like before I unwrapped it, I was like, I can't, I can't eat this. And so I threw oh. it away. Like I, it just like it was all happened so fast. And I just accepted. What are you doing? She's not wearing gloves. You're gonna be like, I don't want this anymore to her face. Right, right, right. I paid eight dollars to donate to the garbage can. <laughs> Dude, the I, amount of times as a, a, a former subway employee, the amount of gloves that we had, like that was the thing. They're like, wash your hands between everything you do. Like, don't if you touch the microwave, change gloves. Like gloves, gloves, gloves. And don't eat the cookies. That was it. They would let you eat the cookies, huh? Unless you bought the cookies. Yeah, people yeah. People eat the cookies. We get the day old cookies the next day. But my, in my in my hometown, where we knew everybody, my friend, um, I, I I'll say his name. My friend Miguel from back home. He would give away cookies as a joke, like all the time. And at one point, there were two hundred joke though. Two hundred fifty cookies unaccounted for in when they did inventory <laughs> Miguel was fucking throwing cookies out that's a lot people. of co- how much are cookies like a couple bucks dollar uh, yeah at least a buck like that's even if they're a dollar dude that's... i think they are a dollar i think i i mean maybe there's are they good cookies they are good most of them even, are good even bake them there or do you bake them do they just come baked yeah they come in little balls and then you bake them in the oven in the morning that's the thing you you get there at 5 a.m. if you're a manager. You do the exact same thing in the exact same way every day. Yeah. And I mean, that's what I do at my job. It's really not that – it's not that bad. Right, but uh, I just uh, – I couldn't do it for years, though. I mean, I'm, I'm only – I'm simply there until, you know, I'm rich and famous. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's yeah. just a placeholder. But I think at your place of business, you're at least making real food with real ingredients, whereas at Subway, you're taking – frozen balls of dough and then you're making bread quote unquote and then you're watching people eat that all day yeah Ugh. so i mean everything in my place is like homemade from scratch every day yeah which That's is good a- which is good so and it's and it's a small american owned business you know yeah i feel like it's way more wholesome dude like yeah it that- feels like that. i couldn't work for the man no yeah, you don't even get the creativity. The only time of day where Bill gets to make a conscious choice is when he smokes a cigarette. Yeah, that's why he's probably out there every hour. Yeah, he gets to choose, I'm going to go at 12.15 or 12.20. And that's the most freedom that, that he has all day. <laughs> Yikes. Damn. Dude, it, it's a wonderful, gloomy, uh, rainy, drizzly it day is, out. It is. You know, it's like a good... Um... I'm probably making chili, I've decided. Oh, it's such a good chili day. Such dude. a good chili day, you know? Um, man, probably watch a Halloween movie. I've been really into, dude. like... Actually, I watched a Christmas movie last night, so, like, I'm no. kind of... I know. Why? What? Why? What? I just like Christmas movies. What movie did you watch? That just put me in a bad mood that you said that. What? They're good. Because I was watching the Hot Team Hill House last night, which is an incredible show. I've watched that. I've watched that. Well, they have that new season out. Yes, dude. And it's like, it's, it's like stormy and it was, you know, it's getting darker earlier and there's pumpkins out and you're watching Christmas movies. I know. I know. Have you ever heard of a vibe check fresco? (laughs) I, I watched the Santa Claus. 
Oh my god, you're watching Tim Allen movies? I in this okay. time of year. I love Tim Allen. Dude, maybe during the holiday, like maybe during the the Christmas season. Listen, I know, I know. Did you watch the new Adam Sandler Halloween movie? Fuck it. Yeah, I, I started it, dude. It's I just, loved it. You thought it was good? I loved it. I thought it. it was a bit cheap. I I stopped. I mean, when he That's like That's how bought, Adam Sandler movies are. Yeah, but when he like th- even ah, dude, but like I watched Big Daddy not that long ago. Yeah. Fantastic movie. There's nothing cheesy about it. You know? Yeah, sure. Hubby Halloween or whatever this new one it's is. Hubie like- Dubois, dude. <laughs> not Hubby Halloween. Jeez. You're not even Hubie- watching the movie. Hubie Dubois. It's Hubie Dubois. But everyone calls him Hubie Doobie. Hubie what was what was with all the cameos, dude? There's like so many fucking famous people in that movie that dude, got like Yeah, that's what he does. But the movie got like forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, why get all those famous people together if you're not going to do anything with it? Because it's fun to make movies. But <laughs> why do people? That's why people make movies. That's why he makes movies. That man but... is like one of the most successful people in show business. He's only making movies now because it's fun to make movies. Yeah, but dude, like, if and you're all those people were from Adam Sandler movies. That's how they. Got I know. It. Yeah. That's why it was good. And then did you notice he got a bunch of like kids that. Like, you got a bunch of old Disney Channel stars or like newer. Ugh. We got a bunch of Disney kids. No, I didn't. I don't watch Disney. You, yeah, you missed that. Ge- okay. So there was like all those younger people in the movie were from like um, Jesse, a show called Jesse and like Ant Farm. Do you know that what were- I, do you know what I think it is? What? I think this is a, I think it was a pandemic production and everyone just wanted to work. Oh, that's a good point. There's all these. I think a lot of people were out of work. Yeah, and productions were few and far between. Yeah, that's and I a very think good that point. everyone was available because you know you can't yeah. always get the people you want. You know, because it seemed like a lot like there was little roles that had were significant actors or actresses that were on screen for like two seconds, and I really think it's just because everyone is currently available. Yeah, like um, uh, Buscemi, he had a pretty small part, but he was there, and it's well, did like you finish the movie. Oh no, man, I didn't. Yeah, oh, okay. He... Okay, let's, okay, we won't spoil it for our audience, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want, I, dude. I don't think I could finish it if I tried. To be honest, I thought it was really well done. I think it's a great like family comedy. I, it's not like, it's not like dirty. There's some dirty humor, but like it's just like good. Maybe I'm just getting older, and I'm like, I just enjoy. It just it felt so normal to watch an Adam Sandler movie. It was. An, I know. I just. I'm an Adam Sandler fan, especially on Netflix, because they just let him yeah. fly. They don't. It's not complex. It's just. Yeah. It's just right. All the jokes are like straight, slow pitches down the middle. That I can just. <laughs> that's what I hate about it. Dude. That's what I like. See, that's what oh, I like. Dude, I like this, the same reason I like Paul Blart Mall Cop. No. It's because, dude. It's because sometimes you just want to sit down and you don't want to think. And I want them to, like, tell me when to laugh, essentially. Yeah, that's what I fucking hate, dude. I hate when the movies explain the joke. Just let the joke fly. It's funny if something happens. And then if you don't get it, if you're sitting with someone who doesn't get the joke, it's their fault. But nowadays, every joke is, like, explained yeah. by the next. Oh, it drives me crazy, dude. It, but it I, ruins then, it. No, I, it's the same reason I like sitcoms. It's, like, the laugh track is comforting to me for some reason. I like oh. I like it. You're okay. thinking too hard. 
you've no, got to dude, let, you, dude, you gotta just not, sit. You just gotta sit in that river and let it let it wash over. You don't have not every joke has to be this complex, ironic face fuck. It, it <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, look, okay, so like George Lopez when I was a kid, George Lopez had a lot of I love of George Lopez. You know how many Fantastic times I fell asleep joke. to George Lopez? Yes. Da, 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 yes. Da, da, da. <laughs> yeah, dude. Every every night I'd get my homework done so I could lay on my couch like a jellyfish. Not dude, that moving. like like that nine to ten TV block was essential to me. Yes, and it would go through the year. It'd be like George Lopez, Friends, fucking Full House. Yeah, dude. It was but, always there was always some type of like sitcom, just mindless. Yeah, but you and, liked that. Yes, and George Lopez had the laugh track, but it didn't explain the jokes. Like, like nowadays, like I can't really explain it, but they make the punchline, and then the next line is explaining the punchline. The good comedies, the ho- the best comedies, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I think it's simply a different style. It is for simple-minded Americans, and we need. Have humor. you been to Kentucky? That's <laughs> ah. Most of the country is overworked underpaid in the middle of a pandemic and they just want the jokes to be slid down their throat they don't like, want any work like, that's why that's why what arrested development have you watched that yeah yeah not a lot of a, it but yeah. amazing show yes but it was too it was too out there yeah the jokes were so nuanced I mean, yes it's hilarious are- and it's ah! another another thing too is most of those jokes were carried over through the seasons, so they would get funnier every time because it's a joke they it's a little joke they would do all the time but if if you sat down and watched a random episode, it's not funny right and but it, sitcoms well, it, need to be something people tune into randomly and you need to be able to get it right away right you need to be able to understand it so I just don't think you like sitcoms. No, dude, I love sitcoms. I used to religiously watch even Full House, even Full House, which yeah, is like... we all watched Full House. Right, Full House, Friends. I went through the whole thing. I even yeah, like I've, I've tried to get into Friends a couple times, but it's, it's not yeah. my favorite. How I Met Your Mother, no. I like a lot more. Me neither. How I Me Met too. Your Mother is just like a modern version of Friends that what, I enjoy. Dude, okay, more. like fucking Two and a Half Men. It Never is watched it. The worst show in the world because they do that thing where they explain the joke. So fucking Charlie Sheen will come in and he'll be like, boy, Monica sure looks like a smart woman, which is alluding to her breast. He's trying, right? It's funny because he just wants sex. <laughs> but then the next guy, the skinny guy will come in and be like, boy, I think it's not so much about her smartness as it is her boobs. And then the joke is ruined because that's, that's what the audience is supposed to do themselves. Yeah, but people don't want to. You, I, you're, you're young. You have a lot of energy left, dude. I can't. Um, pre- people appreciate the 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 challenge. People like doing that in their head. They, it's t- it, it, it's it's taken no, away they from don't. them. They they do, but they don't. Sometimes they just want to eat garlic knots, right. and just fucking laugh mindlessly at the wall. And it's not even a laugh. It's like a ha-ha. You're like, yeah. You're just like, I'm with it. I'm ke- I'm keeping up with the show. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's easy. But, but, dude, have you ever met someone who does that in real life? They're like that. They've, they've learned their sense of humor from that shitty TV, and then they do it. 
yeah, I mean, we've all learned our sense of humor from from TV. But most people would say that you and I are funny people. We don't. But like, have you met someone who will make a joke and then explain it, or like have to explain other people's jokes? That's uh, where that no. polluted comedy, dude. Oh, that polluted sitcom nonsense is is getting into the minds of human beings, and it's scary. That's yeah. the real. I think I'm here for it. You think it's the sitcoms? No, it's media in general. But again, that's a different podcast. I think it's I think it's the high uh, sugar content of our diet. It's making us really stupid, and it's it's bleeding into senses of humor. I'll tell you what, I've been eating better, so I'm doing this uh, self betterment thing, right? So I've you know I've I've been I'm not like limiting my diet by any means i'm just making conscious decisions rather than like just eating what's easiest so you know wheat bread instead of white bread stuff like that Mm -hmm. not eating past 8 p.m you know little Mm -hmm. things little things Mm -hmm. uh not drinking every day what i know i know and fresco's always down to party i know but let me tell you i feel so much better and like clear-headed i think you're i think you're onto something with the food you eat like just like alcohol, like it affects you the next day. You yeah. wake up and you're like sluggish and you feel kind of gross. Like lots of salt and stuff will just like make you retain water and you just feel like, oh, I feel like a, like swollen. Yeah. And I think it's hard to adjust to that. I think when you're a kid, it, it doesn't do it. It doesn't affect you so drastically. And then as we slowly get older, all of a sudden you eat a cheeseburger over, over a salad and you like, it really will fuck you up. For 24 hours yeah like yesterday i ate mcdonald's mm-hmm. and, it, and it's like fucking me yeah and then you know you get a, a bad text from your boss or your girlfriend or what have you yep. and you blame that shitty sluggish feeling on the other people and you think it's your life but it's really just that yeah you way. feel like crap and then something happens and you can't really you just don't have the energy to deal with it well and so then and then you're just like god i'm having a shit day but really it like starts with like your energy and how you're feeling right i have been eating lots of apples and i i know they say apple day keeps the doctor away but man i feel like it's doing something i don't know if it's just giving me vitamins or nutrition yeah dude probably flooding your body with vitamins that haven't been there for years well it's not like i had a terrible diet i just I know I'm being dramatic. You get, you get caught. You get caught in cycles, especially with like yeah. depression and stuff, where you're just like not eating well. Yeah, Dude, right. What's your favorite scary movie to watch? So, to help me from not watching another Christmas movie tonight, mm-hmm. what do I watch with my chili? What? <laughs> what? Um, it sounds like it's like a topping for your chili. It's like yeah, it kind of is though. It's a it's a it's a it's a like it's a unified experience, right? Um, how what's your scary? Uh, so I don't like, like scary movie. movies really. But when I was in Nashville, you know we, you know there's not a lot going on, so we just kind of like after we were done in the studio, we just like watch a movie and chill mm-hmm. out, maybe order food, whatever. Um, but it's Halloween. I like scary movies with people because you're like scared together. That's fun. Scared alone, I'm not as into. Right. But I don't know. I'm kind of feeling the scare. We watched uh, this one movie called Lights Out, where the where like the monster is like about mental health and the monster could only move in the darkness. So like at night it would come out, it would like switch lights off. It's really creepy, very jumpy. 
Mm-hmm. I really like that one, but I wouldn't watch it alone because like the the demon in that is like my literal night like night demon terror. They got you with that one, huh? Yeah, okay. like it had long black silky fingers. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Uh, and we watched uh, Don't Hang Up, and it was like kind of crappy, but it was it had a good twist. But it was definitely like probably cost like fifteen thousand dollars to make. Uh, that one take a uh, place with some like college girls. But then. Dude, then we watched Midsommar. Have you ever watched that? Oh no, I've heard <sighs> of, like I've heard great things about that movie. Dude, I'm not gonna give anything away because I think you need to watch it. It's really not scary. It's this creeping level of uneasiness it creates. So like, it never feels overwhelming. But by the end, you're like, what am I watching? You don't even realize it's happening to you. Like it's like they usher you so so elegantly down this road of awful mm. it's so so good it's one of the better movies i've watched yeah dude I've... really you really gotta watch it it's not jump scary it's about cult stuff i don't know if you're into cult yeah. stuff at all but man i also it's made by a24 films you know who that is Mm-mm. they're like they're just a production house but everything they make is really really beautifully done like it's just their cinematography like this movie takes place in uh i think it's sweden but it's like it's just beautiful shots even the terrible stuff you're like wow that's beautifully like it looks (laughs) so cool it's just like every detail it's on amazon prime okay okay i will have i think i have an account at least one one more tangent i guess this happened go for it Dude, have you caught yourself like with your roommates being part of an advertisement? Uh, what do you mean? I don't think so. Okay, so we were trying to find a movie, right? And my friend literally goes, "Check Disney Plus. Every good movie's on Disney Plus." And he just said a lot more casual. And I'm like, "Dude, we're in a commercial right now. Like they just <laughs> they marketed to you so good that we have become the commercial." Like oh. they don't because they're not getting commercials in our eyes anymore because of TV. Everything has no commercials. They've I think they've learned how to incept us because they know that like people are just essentially regurgitating millions and millions of tiny things with communication, right? Because it's right. all it's all reciprocation. It's all learned behavior. Most of the way we communicate is learned behavior. This kind of goes back to like how you're talking about like friends who do have sitcom type senses of humor, like at like. You grow up and you realize your uncle's doing like an SNL character. Like your uncle who was funny is like doing an SNL character from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Like the things he would say. And so, I, so think, I think they've learned, I think marketing teams have learned that like to, to shovel us, to spoon feed us phrases somehow through mar- social media marketing, like little five minute, five second advertisements that we then like regurgitate to our friends in normal conversation. I'm going to keep an eye out for that. Keep I'm sure out, I dude. you're going to be like, Oh my God, we're in a, we're in a commercial. I wonder it's, where they get us. I don't know, but new marketing is weird. Yeah. No, like I've been on, I, I've been on spot, like something, for example, this is another example of just new age marketing. One day, this is a couple years ago, I got, I started going down a rabbit hole. Like something popped up on my Facebook where it was like, 
an old live acoustic performance of I'll Fall You Into the Dark by Death Cab for Cutie from like 2008 or something. And I was like, oh, it's cool. Like, it's like an old, it's like an old video. I'm going to watch it. And then I started, then I just kept scrolling because Death Cab for Cutie is one of my favorite bands. I really only listen to them in the spring, but there's about a two week period where that's all I listen to. But I was just listening to it. And it was that time of year, right? Mm-hmm. So was, I was like, yeah, I love Death Cab for Cutie. Then I go on a tirade on YouTube of like 12 music videos of Death Cab for Cutie. Oh, man. The last video I find is that they have a new album coming out the next week. So I just I just played right into the plan like this random blog. They probably just put ad dollars on these old videos to get them in people's feeds, get you thinking about why you like Death Cab, the time of year you like Death Cab, just like I did. And then you're like, oh, new record. Oh, awesome. That's how it works now, though. It like incepts you. You don't even realize you're being advertised to. And advertisements have become content that is entertaining. That's we're fucked. That's so meta, man. We've got one minute left, and I just want to say we're fucked. We're fucked. (laughs) I think we should stop right there, dude. I think we should stop there. Also, two podcasts ago, we had an advertisement for Coke. We were the commercial. Love the flavor. It's already too late. We are the commercial. <laughs> oh. All right. I think that's got to be it for this week. I I can't breathe. Yeah, I hope I'm... you have a fantastic week, dude. Yeah, I'm going to go face fuck myself with some more Adam Sandler movies. Everything's a lie. My life has a laugh track. Oh, no. Maybe it's just the Truman Show. <laughs> I got to go. All right. See you, buddy. We'll see you next week. Uh...